0: The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. Years and years ago, my cousin Truman Hilt applied for a job staging fight scenes in a movie Mel Gibson was filming in Camden. When they asked cousin Truman if he'd any experience with fight scenes, Truman replied, "Well, I was married for six years." <laughs> Do, 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 do. Slam Stewart, Stephen Grapelli. Two here on the Humble Farmer. One day I wrote on my Facebook page, and I mentioned this before, How do you know when the honeymoon is over? What made you realize that you'd been married a long, long time? One morning when I woke up, before I could even groan and get my eyes open, my wife Masha, the almost perfect woman, gave me a little hug, and whispered in my ear, "'Will you put the windows back in so I can finish painting them?' A Facebook friend read my comment and replied, "'Could have been worse. She could have said, "'Your breath stinks. Would you please go brush your teeth?' "'Isn't it amazing what one can learn "'about the personal hygienic habits of our Facebook friends, certainly from what they paste on, simply from what they paste on Facebook, in nineteen twenty six. It seems to me I'm not sure of this, but I'm I think I saw Coleman Hawkins in New York City. So well it could have been between nineteen fifty three, fifty six, fifty seven in there. Was Coleman Hawkins standing behind a bar? Standing up there was a bar and these guys that were playing were standing up behind the bar playing on a platform. Could I have seen Coleman Hawkins? playing in a bar, standing on a platform up behind the bar in the 1950s. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. you might have heard that the new main turnpike system will let easy pass holders breeze through the main toll booth at full speed without even slowing down. You know, they do it in New Hampshire. Master and I got our easy pass after trying to merge into the correct lane one dark, cold, and stormy night on the George Washington Bridge. With an easy pass, we could have whistled right through. I'll never forget that. That was a horrible thing. Of course, nowadays, if you don't have an easy pass in Maine, you're probably spending your days in a wheelchair on Beale's Island. Yes, this, this new system will let easy pass holders breeze through the toll booth at full speed without slowing down and you can't believe how much my wife Masha, the almost perfect woman will love this my wife my wife is one of the few women i know who expects toll takers to make correct change for her when she's going through a toll booth at forty miles an hour You are the tea, you're the cream in my coffee, that's what it is, cream in my coffee. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your your favorite radio station. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music. This is from 1934 1926, so just for you, I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. I would love to get a little notice from you telling me that you are there. Cause I am making this program just for you. And so your kid's going to college, big deal. How do you know? Have you ever thought about this? How do you know that the job your kid is training for will exist in 10 or even 5 years? In 1957, I was working in a factory in Rochester, New York, making radios for an automobile called the Edsel. Great future there, huh? But who knew it in nineteen fifty seven and how could you beat a dollar twenty six an hour? I was saving thirty dollars a week and living higher than I ever thought possible on a dollar twenty six an hour. I even had money enough after my savings, I had money enough left over to buy a top coat and a suit. I looked sharp. But how about your kid today? The way it looks now Walmart will soon be selling electric cars made in China and real estate, and they might even have a staff staff of doctors in there who'd poke and prod you at cut-rate prices. Can you think of an occupation that won't soon be taken over by big-box stores? My friend, the day is coming when you won't have to go to a world-class hospital in India to have your hip replaced. The day is coming when you'll have an operation at Walmart and your spouse will wheel you home in a shopping cart. But we're talking about your kid here. How can your kids get into an occupation today that will still demand every minute of their working day until they retire? Please listen closely. If I were a kid and wanted to be sure that I was into something that would always require constant employment for a vast number of employees until I retired, I'd learn how to design our very rapidly changing postage stamps. 1934, that sounded very modern, didn't it? There was a, a modern sound in band. 1934, my goodness. Recorded before I was born. I can't believe we're playing such old music here. Do you scream at your television set when they throw out acronyms that you've never heard of before? One morning they were talking about the HOV. I think it was HOV. The HOV Lane. Last night, it was the MVP on the Ed Show, and and two violations within 12 hours certainly warrants our mentioning it today, doesn't it? MVP. My voluptuous pancreas? I don't know. We've learned to live with similar jargon on a Facebook page that pretends to pander to an intellectual elite, who are accustomed to think in mathematical symbols and health food acronyms. That's my my friends I'm talking about here. Mathematical symbols and health food acronyms. But the language on television, by necessity, wouldn't you... Well, it's geared to move to action those with the cranial capacity of a slug. Is it not true that even a five-year-old child can tell you that you should... You should seek medical attention if it lasts more than four hours. Even a kid knows that. The next time I require clarification about some acronym I hear bandied about on television, should I simply ask something that lives under a rock? "'Foolin' round about that ending. "'No Brad Terry dragged-out in there. chunk. "'Slam Stewart, Stephen Grapelle. "'Here on the Humble Farmer, "'where with any luck at all "'you can hear me playing old-fashioned music "'just for you every week at this time, "'I I really want to thank you for listening, "'cause if you weren't there, there there'd be no sense in me making this program. "'The, the email I got said... Defy your age. Can you imagine an 80-year-old man defying his age? Defy your age. Miracle (laughs) anti-aging... Miracle anti-aging cures now available. Now, let's analyze this. To begin with, the word cure obviously implies that aging... Aging is a disease. Babies are born sick, right? If aging is a disease, babies are born sick. These ads to sell pills to cure aging are written by young people who don't realize that most of us who are old don't mind being old. I wish kids understood that. We don't mind being old. You know, we don't mind looking old. The only thing that annoys us is feeling old.
2: Thank
0: Mes Mesro, have you ever heard of Mes Mesro? He wrote a book called, I think it was called, "Really the Blues." I have a copy of it that I've had for probably <laughs> sixty years. I can still remember reading Mes Mesro's "Really the Blues," and for almost thirty years I've written and broadcast tens of thousands of words describing in detail to you how to survive being married to a person who must control everything, a type A woman. It can be done if one is wimpy enough, as I am, and outside of not being allowed to contribute much of anything to our economic well-being since 1994. Well, I see absolutely nothing bad about having passed my golden years in an environment resembling that of a laboratory animal. For example, although I had my shower before my wife did one morning for the first time in months, she had to mention that I had not yet had my breakfast and that I would better write my newspaper column because the next day I had to buy new back tires for the car. Now if you are married to one of these controlling people, you know that these controlling people are never satisfied. They're compulsive organizers and planners. They can and they will tell you what they and you are going to do every day for the next week. And as the years pass, you forget how to hang a wash on the line. You forget how to do dishes. You forget how to make a bed, because every time you try, you don't do it right, and you get pushed out of the way. And after being relieved of the onerous burden of thinking. You don't even have to think. After being relieved of this burden of thinking for a few years, your ability to do simple household tasks or, or make a decision, well, it, it atrophies and becomes just about as useful as your appendix. You see, most discontent in households is the result of those who are unable or unwilling to simply say nothing or respond with a smile and say, Yes, dear. Now, in case you tuned in late, just tuned in here, may I explain? The key to a happy marriage is com- compatibility. I am eminently compatible with my wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, because she is happy running the whole show, and I am happy, let her do it. You've seen marriages between two laid-back people, and you know that they don't work. These laid-back people, you know, their their house is falling down around their ears, there are old lawnmowers and inoperative snowmobiles surrounded by weeds in their front yard, and a a percentage of their children bored with grandma. You've also seen marriages between Two people who promise each other that they will share in the division of labor. They promise that they will share in the division of labor in their home. Aren't they the ones who are divorced after two or three years because of irreconcilable differences? You know this. The difference being that neither one will accept the responsibility of saying nothing or yes, dear. Now if with these few words I have helped you understand some of the marriages you've puzzled about for years you've made me happy I've done something good to give control in people their due they do make excellent caregivers for those who are senile and elderly and those of us who do marry them at a young age well We won't even realize that we're senile and elderly when we actually do get there. All it. Slam Stewart zoo, 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 zoo singing along with his bass fiddle. He was crafty, wasn't he, huh? Slam Stewart. Well, you've seen it. Everyone's now seen it on the news. The Dallas Safari Club, comprised of wealthy hunters, will bid for the right to shoot an endangered black rhino. An account I read in the newspaper says, Only old geriatric bulls which are marginalized in the population and do not contribute to reproduction are trophy hunted. Trophy hunted. This practice of shooting geriatric males who do not contribute to reproduction, well, I think it sets a dangerous precedent. "'I'd be protesting this with a sign out on street corners. "'If it were not so difficult for me to get out there and walk around.' Thank you. 1928. What a difference between 1928 and 1934 and six years. What a big big change in the way the band sounds. Ooh, where does time go when you're having fun? Time to remind you, time to thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. With any luck at all, I'm here every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. Love to hear from you. What are you doing right this minute? I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. And I think I'm correct in saying that there is an Olympic medalist named Bodie Miller who described the act of skiing wasted and compared skiing to lawlessly driving while intoxicated. "'And after reading this bit, I wanted to know more about a man "'who seems to see things so clearly. "'Skiing can be compared to lawlessly driving while intoxicated. "'This man has started a business in the way I understand it. "'Veterans returning from combat with a leg or half a brain missing "'can buy into Miller's company.' "'He said something about helping returning combat veterans.' who are unable to find a job at even minimum wage. And the message for Mr. Miller seems to be that corporate America has eaten the meat and the nut, and the empty shell can well fend for itself. So he's going to do what he can to help. What do you think about the handsome recruiters in crisp, flashy uniforms who haunt high schools and economically depressed areas where graduates are offered a wicked high salary, by my standards, and an education just for joining the army, which we might, for didactic purposes today, even compare to joining a labor union. And suppose someone is able to acclimate oneself to army life And suppose one's able to serve out 20 years in this union called the army. What does the country get out of that but a 38-year-old voter with a government pension and government health care who doesn't believe in government health care, unions or unemployment insurance? 100 slam. Stuart, got time for a couple more here. Do you think in quantitative terms, one of my wife, Marsha's friends, replied to Marsha's letter with this. We live in close quarters, a 1,300 square foot condo in a farmer church. Now, I do understand that one gets square feet by multiplying length by width, so from this, I gather that that place could be 10 feet wide and 130 feet long, or it could be 5 feet wide and 260 feet long. Now, have you ever been to our house? I have no idea how wide our house is or how long it is. The only time you'd need to know that would be when you were putting in carpets or when you were going to cut down a spruce tree to saw into a six-by-six six to replace the rotted sills on the north side. Does a 1,300-square-foot condo mean anything to you? Can you understand that? What does it mean? You know, when I, when, I really, when I really want to confuse people, I tell them that we live in an area about the size of the reading room at Harvard Law School.
1: There's a cheerful little earful Gosh, i miss missing something fearful And this cheerful little earful is the well-known Thoughts can go down, business slow down But the milk and honey flow down With a cheerful little earful Of the well-known I love you In everything it's a set phrase What the bubbly get phrase But as a pet phrase It'll do, do, do Poop or ruin, soft and cue it You can do it with a cheerful little earful of the well-known I love you. Slow down But the milk and honey flow down With a cheerful Little earful Of the well-known I love you In every place It's a sad phrase What the public can't phrase. But as a bad phrase Poop-a-roo it Soft and cue it Make me happy You can do it with a cheerful little earful of the well known, I love you.
0: So, Lottie Dome. I never knew that the cheerful little earful was I love you. i never stopped to listen to it before, I guess. Cheerful little earful here on the Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening, Marty who is a radio friend in Rockland, says that I have always considered ATVs and the likes to be Malthusian population control devices that are focused on a specific demographic. (laughs)
1: Doo <laughs> doo